from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, James. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Mocha. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. Are you scamming me? Am I scamming you? Yeah, man. I got a Facebook message saying, uh... I want some money from you guys. <laughs> what? I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, man. So, so somebody has like a, a picture of you and I as a profile picture, and then the uh-huh. name is Mocha. And I guess what he asked you, this person asked you for your number, and you gave it to him, right? Yeah. And then yeah, and then yeah. Mocha wrote, "Okay, wait about thirty minutes. Our team will process your gift." And then, yeah. and, and then you on the phone wrote, what's the gift? And then Mocha wrote, you get a prize of $1,000. What? And then you on the phone wrote, no effing way, dude. Are you guys serious? And my girlfriend wonder why, wonders why I'm such a diehard listener. Thank you guys so much. This helps like crazy. And then Mocha wrote, did you get a confirmation notification to your email or incoming message? If there is, please confirm for further verification. And then you just wrote from your team. So what happened after that? Uh, nothing. nothing. Where's my money, Mocha? Yeah, Mocha out there scamming. <laughs> I, uh, out there scamming. Where's my money, man? Well, I, first of all, in order to process the funds, I need your credit card number. <laughs> 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 when did when did you get this? When did you get this? Uh, probably about an hour ago. Oh, like, really? Um, it was during the show. <laughs> Man, I got time to do stuff like pull scams on people like that. I guess I don't know. Like, um, I'm looking at my Facebook right now. It came from like a, a post I made in uh, I think 28 or 2020 or something like that. You guys made a post saying, "What do you guys do like when you're by yourself?" And I wrote, "Pick my nose." Yeah, and um. Your Facebook page sent me a notification saying um, you've been selected. Stop, stop, or stop. James, 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 James. So you think during a busy show like ours that I would have time to go to your Facebook profile and then scroll through and find a post from three years ago and then <laughs> comment and start up the racket of, hey, we love you. Here's some money. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're okay. an idiot, James. Hold, hold no, on. I don't. No, I don't know how you guys work. So Bro, we're not hold running on. a call a scam call center over here. Hold on. There, uh, there's a, there's a. Why are there so many? From, why are there so many Rosam like Mocha things on Facebook? Yeah. Which, which one? Which right one's now. ours? Like, I, I can take you guys a screenshot of of what it was. No, if you don't mind, James. If you don't mind, please report that page because that is definitely not us. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm doing that right now. Oh, I thought I wanted... Where's my money? <laughs> Again, you think we have time to scroll through your... Not saying that you're not an interesting guy, but we would no. go and select I mean, a, a you post from, from three years ago? Oh, Roz, I am interesting, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there all by yourself, picking your nose. <laughs> James, that's not that's su- us. It's su- fake. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not us, yeah, man. Yeah, no, I already reported the page. Okay, yeah. good. We do appreciate you, though, man. We do. Oh, 
not a problem, man. You guys are the best. Uh, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. I'm going to need that credit card uh, number again. Thanks, man. <laughs> I just I just found somebody on Facebook called Raza Mocha Kissa. What? The first name is R-O-Z-A, and the last name is M-O-C-H-A-K-I-S-A. Raza Mocha Kissa. Yo, that's official. Right? Seriously. <laughs> thanks, James. All right, guys. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I want to get into this real quick. Uh, what is the worst thing you overheard someone say about you at work? Ooh. Have you ever been in that situation? Like sometimes I won't have fully left the room yet and people are just like, oh God, he's hot. Okay, come you, on. You know what I mean? Like at least wait till I'm gone. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I thought the door was closed. <laughs> Take notes, everyone. Uh, Colleen said here, a regular customer told another cashier that he won't go through my cash because I was evil for not allowing him to price match over the limit. What evil? <laughs> People are so extra when it comes uh, to stuff like that. Nicholas said uh, that uh, <laughs> what he overheard someone say was, "I was annoying and I talked too much." And to be honest, I kind of agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone else said uh, I overheard two of my coworkers, one of whom I was friends with, talking about how they opened my paycheck <gasps> to see how much I got paid and how it wasn't fair. I told the manager who did nothing. Safe to say, wow. I quit my job shortly after. I was in a situation like that where... Somebody opened your paycheck? No, not mine. Not mine. But somebody opened somebody else's. Yeah. They were out of town on a shoot. And somebody opened somebody else's. And then it got around what that person made. And there was like mutiny. No. Yes. Yeah, this was years ago at ET Canada. Did they ever find out who the person was that opened? That they all snitch? they all stood around and did it together. Oh, they all, <laughs> oh my god! So did they all then get reprimanded for it? No, nobody did. No. Oh my god! No, they themselves knew, uh -huh. but they didn't go and tell everybody. There was a small group of people who knew, uh -huh. and they didn't go off and tell anybody. And they destroyed the evidence. They got rid of it completely. Oh my god! Yes, yes, yes. Oh. And there was there was drama afterwards. Yeah, of course. Drama. Uh, before we get to the phones, because I see they're they're lighting up. Someone else said, uh, "I was working at an office for uh, home health aides." I was visiting another location and asked to use their computers. I found a roster with all the names of the employees on it. Next to my name, it said rude. No! <laughs> the name under mine said worthless. Oh, wow. I knew then that I wouldn't be there much longer. Damn. Wow. Anitra, how are you? It's yes. Razamoka. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So what's your story? What's the, the, the worst thing you overheard someone say about you at work? I can't believe she took that job from a nice man. Why doesn't she just go home and have babies? Oh, no. So what's your, what? answer? What's your answer to that then? Well, I didn't really have an answer because <laughs> I couldn't believe she actually said it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So did you confront yeah. that person? What's that? Well, I worked at a private golf club and she was a member. 
and she really liked the guy that had been there before me. Oh, that was a woman that said that. Yeah, it was a woman. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, so she was jealous that you took the job of the guy that she had a crush on. Well, I think he was like one of those old school Mater D kind of guys, and oh, I no. think he probably was really schmoozy with her. Hashtag women supporting women. Yeah, <laughs> right? I, yeah, yeah, totally. Damn. Wow. I was like 20, 28 at the time, yeah. and I just was shocked that yeah. she would even. If that was even a comment. And then did but, you say anything? Well, no, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't know how to respond to that. Like, I, I, I was like, well, I have to work. And how do I just go home and have babies? Like, yeah. how does that even happen? And, and then so, suddenly you're apologizing. You know what I mean? Where you're like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah it's sorry, so bad. I took a job I know, that so I needed. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry Damn. about that. And Itra, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for sharing your story. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, 925 to text. You can always call 416-870-8888. Uh, Ashley, line two. Hello, go ahead. Hi. Um, so, yeah, um, basically when COVID first started, we kind of, um, so I work as, as a rental agent and it kind of made a little office for myself so I didn't have all these people from the office barging in. Um, and I was just doing my regular thing and I get a text message from one of my contractors and he's like, hey, don't tell anyone I told you this, but the girls in the office are basically talking shit and saying that I'm lazy, I don't do anything, that's why we have so many empty apartments, and I was, like, shocked. And then um, I, the next day, our manager, obviously the contractor told the manager, and the manager confronted her, and she literally looked dumbfounded, like she had no idea what we were talking about, thank God for masks. Because I obviously knew what was going on, but I had to hide my smile behind my mask. <laughs> oh, wow. damn. damn. So were you, like, outside of that circumstance, did y'all get along? Yeah, I mean, like, so basically my my manager is my boyfriend's mom. Um, so obviously they always thought that I got the job because of that, oh, not because I okay. actually do the work. <laughs> um, so... Anything that they would have ever said, like anything bad, they always played it off like they weren't mean. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, yeah, like that was just probably one of the many things that they've said. Um, but a contractor actually had the decency to tell me <laughs> because he's actually a nice person. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Those office ladies, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much, guys. Love you. you. Love, Love you too. too. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's the worst thing you overheard someone say about you at work? A uh, couple of things that people have been saying. I overheard two of my coworkers, one whom I was friends with, talking about how they opened my paycheck to see how much I got paid and how it wasn't fair. Yeah. I told the manager who did nothing. Safe to say, I quit my job shortly after. It's funny that you can't participate in this, Mocha, because nobody's ever said anything bad about you at work. I'm sure someone No, they haven't. No, they haven't. And I'm if they are, sure. they're lunatics. I'm they're sure somebody Damn it. Maury, on the other hand, <laughs> have you ever heard somebody say something bad about you, Maury? Have you heard that? That I'm lazy. That you're lazy. Who said that you were lazy? I, mean, I can say a lot of things about you, but I wouldn't say that you're lazy. Yeah, no, I heard that, that I was lazy. Lazy? Who said that? Who said that? I'm not How naming, I'm not naming Here name. Here on this show? Not, well, not on this show, but in this building. In this building. If somebody. I bleep it, will you say? No. Um, no, no, but I, I just found it funny because I'm like, I'm a lot of things. But you are also not a lot of things. 
but you're not lazy. Interesting. <laughs> Shem, before we go to the phones, because someone else is calling in now. Shem, do you have an answer for this? No, I don't. I mean, not to my knowledge, no. No. no I've heard no, somebody no. talk about Shem. What? What? Why are you bringing up this stuff? Oh, we'll speak up now. I heard somebody say about Shem. That he is an amazing guy. Oh, oh stop Maury. it. <laughs> Again, the subject is the worst thing you overheard someone say about you at work is. Hi, Carol. Go ahead. What's your story? Um, so I tore my knee last year, uh, February, like my ACL and my MCL. Yeah. And we were working from home then. And we were going back to the office in April. And uh, when I wasn't able to go back because of my knee and my leg was like so swollen and they couldn't figure out why, found out a few days later that I had a blood clot from the torn knee. And when I actually got back to the office in August, September, um, someone, my friend had told me over the course of the time that I was off that a supervisor was talking bad about me saying that I was faking and I should have been in the office and I could work, which I could work. I just couldn't walk because I tore my knee and stuff and then had the blood mm-hmm. clot. Mm-hmm. And then I called her out on it when I got back to work. Oh, and what happened? What'd she say? She's like, oh, yeah, I said it. And I'm like, uh, it, it was true. Like, I, I did tear my knee and then I actually had surgery in November for it. You know, you know why? If you and I work together, do you know why I would talk smack about you? Not because I think you're faking. But because, but because you said ACL and MCL, I'd be like, ugh, just say knee. But those are like specific parts. I know. I know. It's annoying, though. Because it, it, it just is. It annoys me Why? when people do that. When nobody nobody knows what that is until, until it affects you. And then all of a sudden, you're the expert where you're like, guys, I tore my ACL and my MCL. And I'm like, you're what? And then you would walk out of the room. Honestly, you would walk out of the room and I would roll my eyes. And then I would wait for you. I would watch you walk down the hall and wait for you to um, skip a limp because I, I would be convinced that you were, that you were also faking it. You're so hard. Yeah. Don't say stuff like that. Don't say ACL and MCL if you're not a doctor. But that's what I tore. So that's, I, I know. that's what they told me. Like. I know. I know. But nobody knows what that is. Everybody well, knows. Some people do. Know. <laughs> Carol, thank you so much for calling in today. Appreciate you. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I want to read some uh, text real quick because we're talking about the uh, the worst thing you overheard someone say about you at work. Mm-hmm. 925-555. When I was working retail, I found out from a coworker that I was accused of stealing. Turns out the person who was stealing is the one that accused me because she was getting let go. <laughs> when I found out, I told her off and she got fired. The thing she was stealing? Toilet paper. Six years prior to COVID. <laughs> uh, another person wrote in said a co-worker said no wonder her husband left her oh, oh is something she oh, overheard oh, 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 oh. a co-worker say uh that Damn. i slept with my boss's dad not true oh uh, not me but my mom had an external client accidentally forward her an email in which he called my mom a dumbass <laughs> Man, I, like forwards are terrifying. Uh, I was told my boobs were too big. Reads another text. By who? Coworker said my accommodations while pregnant were annoying. Damn. Uh, I'm a teacher, and everyone now dresses like they're going to the gym. I dress professionally. Women always say that I need to pop some babies out so I can start looking like the rest of them and understand how busy life is. Wow. 
Damn. Well, Savage, right? Damn. Uh, I was called a predator by my, by my VP a oh. few years ago because I was sitting with the secretary while working on a project. <laughs> <laughs> Too close. Uh, and again, um, worst thing you overheard someone say about you at work. God. I had a close friend for six or seven years, and she held a meeting to tell me to my face that she never considered me to be a friend since the day we met. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yeah, this Wednesday is my dad Frank's 67th birthday. Is he turning 67? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, my God. All right. What are you guys doing for Frank? Oh, I have no idea. What do you oh. mean? Oh, we're spending more time with Daniel's birthday, which is tomorrow. Oh, burn. His choice. His choice. He said, don't worry, it's all about the kids. Mm-hmm. How old is Daniel? Daniel's turning 19, so we're Oh, is that get- the stud? He's the, the one that's, like, really buff and gets all the girls and stuff, right? Yeah, super yeah. Super popular? And yeah, we're going to get super drunk. Whoa. Yeah, right. He's 19. You're going to get super drunk? Or are, you like ta- to- or, are you, or are you taking him to a bar? No, no, no. We're just going to do it in the backyard where it's cheaper. <laughs> You're not even going to a bar? No. Where? Wait, hold on. Where are your parents? You think he hasn't Frank drunk and- in somebody's backyard before? Yeah, but like we thought it'd be cooler if we were all together oh. and, you know, just open a you know, I've case been to a beer. Frank and Donna backyard <laughs> birthday party for a kid before. And that kid beat Dammit Maury when he turned 40. <laughs> That's right. I forgot that. <laughs> Remember? Surprise me. It's the most embarrassing moment of my life. Wasn't it decorated for like a child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like right. birthday boy balloons. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Right. It was real nice though. Like Frank invited me. Yeah. I got to meet your Auntie Brenda who made you an inspector gadget cake. <laughs> Why did she make you an inspector because gadget? Because my dad cake? asked for a get smart cake. Oh, right, right. And then she got made confused. You, got confused. And, and Frank you had it. You turned 40 and you got an inspector gadget. Yeah. And my dad gave me a robe for my birthday. With uh-huh. birthday boy balloons. Yeah. And, then, and Frank rented like a a car from Warrior to Drive, but wouldn't oh, let him yeah, take right. it like on the main, main roads and he had to drive it around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> what car did he rent you? It was like a convertible Mustang because he, he, he wanted like the same kind of car that's in Get Smart. Like he wanted me to feel like I was Maxwell Smart. Right. And but so, not on the main roads and so not I, on the highway. No, he only paid for it to be used on like the side road. <laughs> <laughs> and how long did you have it for? An hour. How long did you drive it for? Like half, like 10 minutes. Like, like just like around the block? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, okay. So it's going to be another one of those, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I remember, I remember Happy that. Birthday, Daniel. I, I, I remember the picture you sent me now where you walked in and you, weren't you the only one there at one Bro, point? I was there by myself <laughs> you, for like an hour. Right. Mocha it was about, up. Frank sends me like all these so messages about, about like what time to be there and <laughs> keep it a secret. And I show up yeah. and I'm the only one in the backyard. And I don't know if Frank like locks the the fridge. I there's like no why I was so thirsty <laughs> I couldn't even get like a glass of water, <laughs> a bottle of water to drink. And the the sliding door for the kitchen was closed, and like the dogs are barking. Intruder. And then, then Maury's aunt shows up, and I'm kicking it with Andy Brenda for like 45 oh minutes, just God. me and her. So embarrassing. <laughs> it's just me, her, and the dog. <laughs> And then everyone else starts showing up, and then when Maury 
Oh man, I have the. I, I still have the video on my phone. Maury walks out of the house, right into the backyard. Yeah, and he looks over to his left, and I'm standing there filming the whole thing. <laughs> and he goes, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, happy birthday." I'm just documenting. <laughs> The part of the presence, um, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Donna. Donna, more stepmom, made him hold up the presence and like show everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and when they gave him the rope, they're like, "Put it on! Put it on! Show everyone!" Was it like 40 degrees outside? <laughs> yeah. So hot. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> Birthday boy. <laughs> Anyway, your brother's birthday party is going to be super lit tomorrow, bro. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Guys, it's my dad's birthday, and I have him on hold because I'm hoping that you guys can wish him a happy birthday and maybe Shem can sing to him, and that could be his gift. What did you get your dad? Oh, snap. Yo, your pops don't even want to talk to you. He hung up. Oh, no. Oh, Frank. Hey Frank, yes. you son sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that's, that's the most Mori thing yeah, that could happen on the show. That is. Oh, that damn. is. I love you, Frank. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. And like, happy so birthday. You sucks. are like, you are one of the great ones, man. Just like a real awesome dad and happy to have got to know you uh, over the years. You, you're just like a, you're a, you're a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, so there you go. Happy birthday, Frank. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Joanna, hello. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Good. I'm great. Wonderful. Joanna, when and where does your hell of a story take place? Um, so I was a major D at a wedding venue in New Jersey. Okay. And um, I was doing a wedding and the couple was really great. Um, usually before the day of the wedding, we sit down with the couple to go over everything to make sure everything is, you know, glued tight and that we know what we're doing and the timeline is secure. So big wedding, little wedding, medium wedding. What are we talking here? It's a big wedding. It's about, you know, 250 people. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Really cute couple. They were great to work with. We're finalizing everything. I'm asking them about the timeline. and, And then I always say, is there anything I need to know? Is there anybody I need to be careful of? You know, is anybody going to drink too much and get crazy? Mm. And the groom says, well, my dad, you know, um, he smokes pot. He can get a little rowdy. And I'm like, okay, I can handle a dad. You know what I mean? Dads are pretty easy because they're older. And then um, cocktail hour happens. Great. You know, everybody goes where they're supposed to go for reception. I talk to the DJ and we can't find the groom's dad. Oh, no. So um, I finally I go outside and I see him outside smoking pot with some of the groomsmen. So I'm like, <laughs> I need you to come back in. Yes. I'm like, I need you to come back in. Like, you got a lot of stuff to do. You know, like you have a speech to make and we have to do introductions. And he's like, OK. I'm like, are you ready for your speech? Do you know what you're going to say? And he kind of like looked at me and was like, yeah, I know what I'm going to say. And he like laughed. So I was like, oh, gosh, I should have known then that he was going to do something crazy. But I tried to think positively. I always do. And I was like, there's no way. There's Hold no on. way. Joanna, so, one question before you continue. Yeah. So when you're talking to the dad, the groom's dad outside of the venue, and he's smoking weed with the rest of the groomsmen, is he already at that point? Like, can you tell that he's it's hitting him like he's high at this point? You can usually gauge where people are, like, from tipsy to, you know, absolutely plastered 
or just like really high. You know what I mean? So no, he came off normal. Like okay. he, pre- he seemed pretty smooth throughout the whole entire day. Okay, so you you catch him smoking weed outside, no big deal. But you remind him that he's got a lot of work to do. He's got to do what? He has to do. He has to line up for introductions. That's basically when they introduce everyone that's in the wedding party, do a little dance, whatever. Um, and then from there, we go into dances, and then you go into speeches. Okay. So we do everything ready. We're doing speeches. Maid of honor does her speech. Uh, best man does his speech, and then the groom's father gets up. And he's like, I just want to thank you to the bride. And he, you know, puts his hand out to her. He's like, I want to thank you for marrying my piece of son. I'm frozen now because I'm like, oh, my God. And the, the dad is going in on him. Like, not even just like he didn't stop there. He just keeps going. What's he saying about his son? You know, he's always been a piece of shit. You know, we could ever, he can never find a girl or keep a girl. And, you know, we're just really sad. Like, he's going in. Oh, and I'm standing damn. off to the side, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I look over, and I see the groom, like, clenching the steak knife. Oh, like, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no. From the first time he said what he said about his son, right? And yeah. he keeps going and going and going. How long is the groom's dad on that mic? Before, like, so does anyone we, I, cut cut the mic feed? Like, does anyone go up to him to be like, okay, you, you're done? I usually tell him to keep it short, but sometimes, you know, people, like, I've had people do comedy acts. I've had people do skits. I've had dad sing. So I was just kind of like, maybe this is like a joke. You know, you try to, like, whatever. Some people yeah. are laughing. Some people are kind of stunned. So I look at the DJ, and I give him, like, the cut signal, you know, like, and luckily enough, the DJ is so good. He's like, all right, everybody out in the dance floor, like whatever. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So people are dancing. I run over to the groom. I'm like, hey, come with me. Let's go get some shots. Now, <laughs> does, like, the, does the groom still have the knife in his hand at this point? Yes, he does. Yes, okay. Absolutely. So I grab him. We go over to the bar. I pour him a shot. He starts bawling. Oh, no. And I'm not talking about like. Yeah, he's not, like, sobbing. He's bawling. And I'm like, I know it's okay. He's like, I can't believe he did that. Like, I can't believe. I hate him. I I shouldn't have done this. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm like, no, you can't leave. So my assistant sees me, like, you know, obviously hand gestures, talking to the groom, and she brings the bride over. And I'm like, listen, let's go outside. I'm like, you guys have a lot of work to do. We still have, like, four hours left. We have to cut cake. You guys need to do, like, dances. Like, you have things that we have to do. And he's still crying, like, going crazy he's so upset he's screaming i'm like calm down like let's just what can i do well he's like damn out of here i'm like that's not gonna happen like he's here he's whatever doing his thing or whatever he's like keep him away from me so now i'm like okay cool and so then you know everything happens whatever wedding's over they have a good time they leave the next day i'm briefing my staff for the wedding that day and they're like what was wrong with the groom like why was he so emotional why was he so distraught i'm like i don't know whatever and i usually go over the security footage because someone always calls and says i forgot this do you know where this is i'm going through the security footage and i'm looking in the groomsman lounge and i notice they have been doing coke all day oh, oh no Yo, all day long so, so i didn't like you know not not familiar with the drugs but i was like talking to the, the chefs in the kitchen they're like oh yeah like, if you do coke and you're emotional, it's going to make you 10 times worse. And I'm like, okay, that explains everything. <laughs> so you were warned up front about the dad because the dad could be a problem. And the, right. dad, and the dad was a problem, but he wasn't the biggest problem. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, the dad saying to his, you know, 
his new bride, hey, thanks for marrying my son because he's a real piece of I mean, that's yeah. ex- that, like that's that's tough to get over. No, it, it is. It right? Is. It is, especially like, yeah, especially the night of your wedding because you're expecting everyone to say all this free <laughs> I stuff. I was not ready for that. Is that is that the wildest yeah. wedding you've ever done? Uh, no, there's there's other ones. Oh. <laughs> Bro, we're going to have you back on the show. <laughs> 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 wow, Jersey family's doing Jersey tings. Juana, yes, thank you. For joining us, that was truly one hell of a story. We're going to hang on to your number, and we're going to call you again. Okay, absolutely. I'm here. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I had an epiphany last Which night. Which was what? <clears throat> I, mean, was what I mean, what's a, an epiphany? Oh, I have no idea. Come on. Um, a thought, like a, like a genius thought. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. <laughs> Mocha? Maury, what was... A genius thought. What was the genius thought that I you had, had? Okay, I had yesterday. a slab of tiramisu. Okay, and tiramisu is made out of lady fingers. And I was thinking to myself, it's so funny that we will eat a cookie named Lady Fingers, mm-hmm. and it's delicious and yeah. elegant and you know decadent and all that. Yes. But we would never have a cookie. We would find it gross if there was a cookie named Man Fingers. Mm-hmm. Man hands. Man fingers. So was what was the epiphany? What was the epiphany? that we wouldn't eat cookies named man fingers? You don't think so? No. Why not? Well, they would be out there, wouldn't they? I what if they know. were delicious? Yeah. But it's just not appealing in the title, like lady fingers. Oh, dip your lady fingers in your tea, and oh, ooh. But man, I'm going to dip my man fingers in the tea. It sounds gross. <laughs> what about uh, gentleman palms? Oh, God. Even right? worse. You could have lady fingers and dip them into your gentleman palm. What about that? No, it's, it was it's like some sort of custard, right? Gentleman palm. Yeah, like a like a yeah, like something. I don't know what it would be, but to to say you know man hands is a little like it's it's just not appealing See, sounding. So you agree? Lady, yeah, lady fingers sounds sounds appealing, but if you said like you know. Dude toes. No, not dude toes. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. That's nobody, the appetizer. Nobody. Dip your dude toes no, in your tea? No, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Why is wants everything that? I mean, dip the tea? Yeah, like that's okay. where your lady fingers go yeah. is in your tea. No, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not running to the store because guy thighs are on sale. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I got a coupon. <laughs> Save two dollars. See, y'all agree no, with my opinion? No, but I think if you put gentlemen in something. I think that that may be. I don't like think appealing. that works. You don't think so? There are vegetables called gentleman toes, aren't there? No, gentleman toes. Yeah, there are. Vegetables? They're like they're like green. They're like what? I think they're known as something else. I'm Hold serious. I think are you just not thinking of no. regular potatoes? Uh, uh, no, I'm serious, guys. There's like gentleman toes. They're, oh my they're referred God. to as gentleman toes. Hold Seriously. on a second, Maury. <laughs> now I got to search. What is it? Gentle. Your epiphany. Your genius idea. Is just blown out of the water. Is that not okra? I thought that I, I for real thought that I was going to get flagged corporately by <laughs> IT for googling gentleman toes. Oh, and look what at that. and what yeah. does come up are these tiny little green sort of pickle pepper things, oh, but, right? But it's they're they're actually called ivy gourd. But they're but they are they are called gentleman toes. Yeah, they refer to them as that. Yes. So yes, Maury, we will eat ladyfingers and also gentleman toes. Well, I'm glad we've discussed this and come to right? a conclusion. Yes. Epiphanies everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. 
Hello. Still got garlic taste in my mouth from the Come on Whoa. now. What'd you have? And I brushed my teeth. Yeah, it's in that. I went no, to bed and it, then like this brushing morning your and stuff. teeth doesn't help with garlic, though. <sighs> That's in your soul, homie. It's like in the back of my throat. <laughs> yeah. Really? We ordered. You can't um, brush that. That's there. Once it's in the back of the throat, it's there. It's got to just work its way out naturally. That's what she said. Shut up. I um, had, uh, we ordered Greek. Oh food. my God, you're the best. Yes. Right? So tzatziki. Tzatziki and And they make it fresh. And there's one place that we go to, like they just make it fresh, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's super garlicky. Yeah. Tzatziki, I was thinking about this the other day. Is tzatziki, aside from... Hot dips. Like, let's let's exclude gravy from this conversation because I love gravy. Mm. Is tzatziki the ultimate dip that is not a hot sauce? No. 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 What? Lebla. What the hell is that? It's, you have to say something that everybody knows. Everyone knows. Le- I might be saying it wrong, but I think it's leblach. What, what, what do, everybody how do, what knows do we call it? it? Right. It's what, yogurt based. You dip your pita it? in it. What do we call it? Leblach. No, Maury, okay. Oh, no, Baba Ganoush is my favorite. Go, let's go back to Blablach. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Okay. Starts with an L, Leblach. Oh, Leblach. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Let's go back to that. Um, what Disgusting. is it? It's a yogurt base. Let me look up exactly what's in it, but I get well, it. You can't come to the, the table. It's like you, Jerusalem Egyptian y. You can't, exactly. Like, you can't you come don't to know. You said you everybody, everybody knows. And you don't know what it is. You don't know how to say it. All you keep saying is yogurt. Yeah. So what the hell, bro? How do you spell it? I, bro. Listen. You're the one that brought it up. Okay, this is a you problem now, more. We're going to start talking about tzatziki. Shem, and then, go ahead. Okay, and Roz, I know you'll disagree. Yes. Uh-huh. The, the ultimate one yeah. is probably ketchup. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying I like it. I don't enjoy think we ketchup. can count condiments. Why not? No. No, yeah. no, 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 I no, think no. I, I think you can. You can. Uh, you can. Absolutely. Ketchup, but I do not agree with that statement. I don't know, no. man. Well, what okay. else? Here's what's in Lebla. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. First of all, spell it. Spell it. L A B N E H. Lebneck. See, <laughs> two tablespoons of mayonnaise. Yeah. One over four teaspoons of garlic powder. One over four, more. You're almost fifty years old. Not one even o- close. One over four. One teaspoon of mustard. Yeah. One teaspoon of dried dill. Okay. You're a dry dill. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Okay, I just wanted to have a nice conversation about my love for tzatziki. Yeah. Okay, and then tzatziki we got great. And I it, love it. then it turned controversial. <laughs> we got more with Lablach. Shem, don't forget Baba Ganoush. Shem uh, uh, campaigning for ketchup. Yes. Okay, I didn't super like. Weird, wasn't supposed to happen this way. It really wasn't. <laughs> okay. Honestly, right. Shem coming in here with a ketchup talk. Yeah. Like. That is right. I'm sorry, bro. I love you, but that's some basic bitch shit right there. Ketchup. Ketchup. We coming in here with a fresh tzatziki. Maury coming in here with friggin' vomit dip. Right. <laughs> Shem with the ketchup. Shem Guys, coming. I, got, I, know. I got the winner here. Shem coming oh. in here talking like he's already married and settled down. Oh, wow. So nobody's going to judge him. You know what I mean? No single man should be going on the radio talking ketchup. <laughs> All right, you're still on the hunt, man. Okay. Have you guys heard of Heinz? You still got work. You still got work to do. All right, you're out here like flaming your own rap. Okay, man. Anyway, um, tzatziki, really, really nice. (laughs) I agree. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
What is it today more, Passover? Perfect Passover weather. <laughs> what are the outdoor activities you tend to do for Passover? Oh, no, everything's indoor. Oh, but, I mean, you can okay. open the patio door. And, okay. What do, you people, what do you normally do at Passover? Oh, it's always remembering our ancestors and, you know, the tears. So you, you have to dip things in salt water to remember the tears of oh, the Israelites you, as they went through the desert. What do you dip, dip in salt water? What things? Celery. Oh, and then you eat it? Yeah. Oh. And then you dip your baby finger in wine yeah. um, as you uh, list off the plagues, and you dip your baby finger in wine and put that dip on the plate. Like, you know, like, like how many in. plagues? All of them? Yeah, there's like got like twelve plagues, but then they add more for like current plagues, <laughs> like COVID. <laughs> like what kind of what kind of current plagues are there? <laughs> like COVID, and people joke around and be you know like you know, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all so, take it very seriously then. Uh-huh. <laughs> So go through the plagues. Oh, I, I, I okay. oh, um, well, they're always in Hebrew, like, um, but there's like um, locusts, frogs, <laughs> okay. the plague of frogs, <laughs> locusts, because like locusts. And do you dip? Self? Do you do you dip each time for each plague, or do you dip once for no, all the each plagues? plague? Your baby each finger plague. into your into each your cup. Plague. Jeez, wasting and the, wine, and then you put it on your plate, and then you put it on your plate. And then so the, and then by food, dinner time, your plate is covered in wine, and then the food goes on top of that. Yes, like, which is gefilte like fish, that. which is processed fish. Right, processed with what? You know, like mushed together white fish. Yeah, mashed fish. <laughs> mashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a fish, like like a fish stick. Why don't you just say fish? No, sticks? but it's more like a blob, like a puck. Oh, like a crab cake. Yeah. Oh, but it tastes not as good. No, what does oh. it taste like? It, uh, um. Is good or no? It kind of tastes like watery fish. Yeah, yeah, so, and then so you you cover tuna? it in horseradish. I guess it's is it is it out of the um is it out of the sort of spirit of Passover to eat things that are delicious, or is it about sort of suffering along? Suffering along. That's why you have matzah because the your ancestors didn't have time to wait for the bread to rise because right. they were rushing through so, the desert. So do you pre-eat before Passover dinner then? Do you have Always. like something delicious or afterwards? Always. And is this normal non-kosher for people? Non-kosher food. No, you're not supposed to, but I sneak food beforehand. What like you, what? Like, <sighs> like a poutine hot dog before going to have so Passover. So before you go and commemorate the ancestors and the plagues and all that other stuff with celery and salt water <laughs> you're not supposed to eat beforehand but you're gonna go have a poutine hot dog absolutely yeah damn man <laughs> damn does matthew damn. go your husband does he go to these he used to, and then we got a dog, so he says that he has to stay home. Oh, that's the best excuse. <laughs> what a that's the best, the best. That is the best I have best to stay excuse. home with a dog. I told you, I wrote about that in my book when I only used to date women with dogs because no matter, even if you wanted them to stay late the next morning after a sleepover, they had to bail. That is right? genius. I never, I never had to hang out on a Sunday yeah. with somebody from a one night stand because they were always like, "Oh, I gotta get home for the dog," and I was, I was like, "No!" Really quick sidebar. <laughs> it was genius. I only ever dated girls with dogs. I almost got into a fight with a guy once, like a fist fight, <laughs> because he was trying to force a bunch of us to go to the strip club. Yeah. And I didn't want to go to the strip club. And the excuse I used was, and it was like for real, because yeah. we had just got Tig, the puppy. Yeah. It was like 10 years ago. And I was like, hey, I have a dog at home. I have to get to. <laughs> why did you want to go to the why strip club? Why did you say I have a wife at home that I don't? Jenna was there. Oh. She was all hanging out. And this genius oh. idiot. And he was like, start going in on the dog. Yeah. And I'm like, don't freaking talk about my dog that way. Oh, he, 
really? And it almost like what led was he to saying? Fist. The dog's going to be fine. Yeah. Just oh, you have a dog. Whatever. It's yeah. just a dog. But hold on a second here, though. But the dog would have been fine. You just used the dog as an excuse to not go to the strip joint. Yeah. Nobody else wanted to go. We were having a good time. I, we were I know, that, but he was right in this situation. I guess, but still. No, no, there's no. I guess you lied. Did you want to go to the strip club? Not really. This guy was a douchebag. Oh. <laughs> so if it was anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We all still have our blue check marks. Oh, do I? On Twitter, you mean, right? Because they yeah. started getting rid of them. They're supposed to. Well, I mean, they got rid of the New York Times, which is just such a oh, trouble. Damn. Did they really? Let me check. Yeah, yeah I still have mine. <sighs> yeah, but I don't. I don't like it though. You're, That's cheap. Twitter's cheap now. Everybody's got a blue check mark. Oh but yeah, I got mine still. It also incorrectly says this account is verified because it's subscribed to Twitter Blue, which I didn't. I never did. Yours does. Oh really? But you said you were gonna. Well, yeah, but I didn't. Oh. He's well, how like, do we know that now? Not I mean, you, yet. Mine says the same thing. I never paid for it. Hold on. Where am I? How do I Just check that? Check. T- oh, like touch God. the blue check mark on touch your profile. Touch the blue check mark. Like go to your profile and click the blue check. Uh, because it subscribes to Twitter Blue or is legacy verified? It says this account is verified because it subscribes to Twitter Blue or is a legacy verified account. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that it had Twitter Blue first though. It implies wow. things. It, it implies things. It's a blanket statement. Jeez, man. I could care less. Twitter's a like everybody's got a blue check mark now. And not that I like am, you know. Hey, I need to be special. But it, See, mine just says this account is verified because it's notable in government, news, entertainment, and uh, or another designated category. Really? But it doesn't huh? say that I like I really? paid for it or anything. Yeah, interesting. I wonder how you get a gold check mark. You have to be a business. Oh, bro, you have oh, to. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Pay, pay. Oh, those are the people that pay a thousand dollars a month. I right? clicked on Mocha's. It says that he subscribes to Twitter Blue. Oh, doesn't say on mine. This account is verified because it subscribes to Twitter Blue or is a legacy verified account. There you go. I'm a legacy verified account. Yeah, not for long. Also, they made me get rid of t- uh, two-factor authentication unless I paid for that, too. Oh, really? Which was weird because when Twitter was free, or not free, I guess when Twitter was free, you had to sign up for two-step verification, right? They made you. It was a free service, and then all of a sudden, I don't want to pay for Twitter, so they made you take away. Thanks, Elon. <laughs> right? This is super weird. Somebody's going to steal it. I know it. That already happened to me once. What? And then we so spoke to the person. I know. Remember when somebody got my Twitter? Oh, right. And they yeah. turned it into like a BTS fan account? Mm-hmm. Could be worse. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Could have been worse. <laughs> and, oh. then, and then we interviewed the guy. And then he yeah. felt bad and apologized to you. <laughs> he gave it it your account me. back. <laughs> but it could have been worse. Like the worst thing is that it became a BTS I fan know, account. I know. Well, because he was trying to get like work. He was trying to do something, right? And they realize that when you're verified, you have like your, your, your sort of tweets get pushed to the top and they needed to hack a verified account yeah. in order to send out their message. And what we learned at the time was that remember years and years ago when um, everybody had an at Rogers account, because when, uh-huh. you, when you got cable or anything else, the email you got, you know, in the early 90s was an at Rogers. Mm-hmm. And what this guy told me and then what I found out later from other security people was those accounts are super easy to hack the at Rogers. So what people do is they go on the dark web. And they were cross-referencing verified Twitter accounts 
of people who also had that that were registered to an at Rogers account, mm. and that and then they just like it was it cost them a couple bucks, and then somebody easy. and somebody just hacked it. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And they take over your Twitter. You're yes. a big BTS super fan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. So so that happened. Did you watch WrestleMania last night? <sighs> yeah. Y'all group chat was lit. Was it? Wow. I almost Damn. invited you for a second. Yeah, I couldn't. I wasn't watching, though. I asked Catherine if she wanted to watch it, and she looked you at me. You asked Catherine? Well, because we were hanging out together, right? Uh-huh. We were hanging out together, and then, you know, I was like, hey, you want to put WrestleMania on for a minute? And then she didn't even respond because she thought that I was just, like, joking, so I didn't ask again because <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get into the WrestleMania you know talk I mean? a little later. <laughs> uh- the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I just read the dumbest story ever. Go for it. Actually, it's one of those dumb criminal stories. Cuckoo criminal, as some would call them. (laughs) Come on now. So this happened in Michigan, okay? Mm -hmm. This guy walks in to a bank and slides over a piece of paper to the bank teller. On the paper, it said, I want $20,000 all in $100 bills. No die packs, no tracking devices, or funny business. I have a gun, and I will shoot somebody. Jesus. PSA, give me this check back when I'm done. What? The teller went to the back, got the money, told the manager that this person's here. Here's what's happening. Manager calls the cops. Gives... The robber, the note back. When the robber wrote on there, I want this check back, it's because he wrote his demands on the back of a paycheck from his job. (laughs) (laughs) And it had his name, it had his address. Where where the man worked? (laughs) And how how much he got paid? (laughs) It had the name of the temp agency that he went through. So the cops, all they had to do was reach out to the temp agency and was like, can you verify all this information? Also, did not he, only did they verify, but they gave him even they gave the cops even more information on who this guy was. Did the man write PS or PSA? PSA. What an idiot! Give me this check back <laughs> when I'm done. Public service announcement. <laughs> A few days earlier, this guy went to another bank in Michigan and did the exact same thing with another paycheck. The only difference is that he, like, sharpied out with black marker his name. So they didn't know the name. Did they pay him? And they gave him the money. Yeah. Yeah. And he wrote something similar. said, I want $10,000, all 100s, no die packs or tracking devices. I have a gun. I will shoot somebody. No funny business. Says and, so much about wages, though, huh? You know what I mean? Like you uh-huh. get that you 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 go into work two weeks, you get that paycheck, you open up the envelope, you look at it, and you go right to the bank to rob it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like like nothing says I ain't paid what I think I should be paid like, more so than taking your own paycheck to the bank to yeah. rob the bank. Yeah, here's how poor I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, our friend AJ McLean from oh, yeah. Backstreet Boys is What's in a new show that uh, debuted over the weekend on Paramount Plus called The Fashion Hero. Remember a how new forever kind of beautiful. Remember how forever we thought that guy's name was McLean? 
Yeah, and right? he didn't say anything. And he didn't anyone. say anything incorrect and to anyone. Every single person his who talked career. to him kept saying McLean. Yeah, his whole career <laughs> never corrected anyone. What a guy. Um, do you like the show, Maury? Well, it's a competition show, it's right? It's so beautifully shot in South Africa. It's a stunning place wherever they shot this in South Africa. So, what's his job on the show? Is he hosting? He's the host. It? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It says here a diverse group of contestants who range from uh, the ages of twenty-one to sixty and include three Canadians ultimately vie to become the face of an international brand campaign and win cash prizes totaling $50,000. Oh, wow. Uh, David Mori got to sit down with our buddy A.J. McLean to talk all things fashion. Sean Mendes recently said that men need to start wearing more crop tops. What are your thoughts on what Sean Mendes said? I mean, I actually, you know, he's significantly younger than me. Uh, good for him for saying that. I rocked a crop top on the American Music Awards back in 1998, uh, 99 actually. Um, you know, when we were doing Larger Than Life, I wore the exact outfit we wore in the video and I was rocking the full on crop top back then. Um, I would be down for it, 100%. Um, I think more men today are now becoming more comfortable with their sexuality, with fashion, with, you're seeing more Male artists wearing dresses. I mean, Lord knows I've worn dresses in my day. I just did Drag Race and won uh, Drag Race, Celebrity Drag Race. Um, you know, it's becoming more comfortable for men to wear makeup, nail polish, all these things. Even though if you go back to the 80s, the hair bands, they're, they're wearing makeup, they're wearing nail polish. One of the biggest rock bands in history wore makeup as their shtick kiss so it's nothing new you know but now it's becoming more acceptable the crazy thing about crop tops though like when he's talking about back in the day is that you weren't taking a chance wearing something that would be perceived as feminine the crop top back in the day was very masculine <laughs> right like studs wore crop tops guys i was watching wrestlemania 39 last night yeah and there were two wrestlers who are not involved in the same match wearing crop tops? <laughs> yeah, like Rocky. You know what I mean? Like it was yes. a, it was a stud thing to do was to cut the bottom off your t shirt and show your stomach. Uh, this is Dan Moore talking to AJ McLean. There's a new show he's on. He's hosting on Paramount Plus called The Fashion Hero: A New Kind of Beautiful. Let's go backstage at a BSP concert. Okay, your stylist has a display of wild fashion options for you. What is one fashion item, no matter what, you would not wear on stage during a BSB show? I'm not a big fan of loafers. <laughs> I don't really like loafers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I hate ties. I don't oh, like ties. Like a basic tie? I don't like ties. I don't like constriction, and I feel like I'm suffocating with a tie. Um, Have you tried an ascot? Ascot I've done, bow tie I can do. <laughs> I don't like regular ties, but I, I've literally ha I've literally gotten into a, a few, not arguments, but debates with my bandmates when everybody's trying to be unified with ties, and I'm like, nope, not I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be the odd man out. It sometimes I have to just accept it and do it, but I don't like it. <laughs> Even after putting up a fight. I'm looking at uh, so many pictures from back in the day of some of the outfits that AJ wore. Like, I would say going on stage with the amount of dancing and sweating, uh -huh. he wore a lot of mesh, which to me would be very unforgiving on the nipples. Oh, 
the chafing and stuff? Yeah. Well, it depends yeah, yeah, yeah. on where the mesh lands. Like your nipple might end up in Is the hole. It? No, no, like 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 tightly woven mesh. Mm-hmm. All that rubbing? That's, yeah, and then that's the sweat? too much rubbing. Uh, AJ McLean, he's the, the host on a new show that you can watch on Paramount Plus right now called The Fashion Hero, A New Kind of Beautiful. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Reading a story about uh, Bella Ramsey from The Last of Us, who's the kid that... Um, Bella's basically the baby Yoda of the show, mm. if you haven't watched, right? Okay, yeah. It's like Pedro Pascal... Get traveling, her to safety? Traveling through treacherous places with a child. It's a Mandalorian. Yes, it's basically Mandalorian, okay. but only zombies. Sure. And I guess Bella did an interview and said that uh, cornflakes and orange juice is the preferred method of breakfast. Oh. Cornflakes and bran with orange juice on top instead of milk. Orange juice? So good. There once wasn't milk that I could drink. There wasn't oat milk or almond milk, so I just tried orange juice on it years ago. And you liked it? And I loved it, and it's been a thing ever since. How's it on your tummy? Actually fine. Now, I don't eat cereal at all. I haven't since I I was a kid. I I like... But is there any sort of appeal to putting anything other than milk in cereal? No. I've heard of people doing this. Have you? I have because it's same thing with her. If you run out of milk, what what you're gonna do? But you then you don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> right? Like that's but, like that's my. But, but I've heard people do it, and they said it's good. But like if I if I have coffee and I run out of milk, I don't then go looking for something else. Like I'm not going to you know I'm not cracking a box box of chicken stock yeah. to put in coffee do. like yeah. orange right? juice and cereal. You often have a glass of orange juice with your cereal often anyway. But does that so you're mixing it in your mouth? I know, but does that like does it work though? Like this not that much the, orange no. juice. No, I I mean for me I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I've heard people use chocolate milk, but oh. not but not orange juice. You heard, oh. you heard grown people use chocolate milk? I've used chocolate milk before. Wait a second. Twice. Hold on a second. Here. Yeah. I would use chocolate That's actually pretty light. Sounds delicious. Like Hold cocoa yeah. pebbles turn your milk into chocolate exactly. milk. Hold on a second here. What? How many grown people do I work with that still drink chocolate milk? Yeah, I'll raise my hand. Three of you. Mm. All of you. 100%. Which guy against chocolate milk? Yeah. It's sort of for children. It's wow. rewarding. Wow. It's delicious. Chocolate milk? And give me the scenario in your life uh, where you're having chocolate milk. An ice cold mm. glass of chocolate milk, guys? Talk about it. Yo. Ooh, hold it's on so now. different. No, you're not. I promise you. No, I promise. You're trolling. I mean, I'm a little lactose these days, so I can't, you're like... trolling. I'm not that heavy into the milk. But give me the situation where you are, like, in life and what is happening and how you're feeling, where you go to the fridge and, like, not, you know what? Chocolate milk. For me... The chocolate milk, like ice cold glass, I would have to feel like I need that glass or like I'm in the mood for it. It's not like, okay, I'm going to go get a glass of water. Oh, no, there's chocolate milk. I would be sitting there thinking, you know what I can go for right now? Mm. A cold glass of chocolate milk. How did it work? Like I've stood in front of the fridge with many options and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Chocolate milk? It's like a dessert. Wait a second. Do you guys guys as grown adults drink like a big glass of regular milk? No, no, that's weird. That's super strange. strange. (laughs) Oh, I do that too. Hold on. (laughs) Wait a second. So you're chocolate milk exclusive now. Yeah. Yep. No white milk. Just chocolate milk. Yeah, like I'll use milk 
for But, but not a glass coffee. of milk. I won't drink a glass of if white I'm milk. With children, I'll have it with them. What are you with children? <laughs> like if I'm with no, my brothers. Not, they're grown. <laughs> they're in college. Isn't your brother's birthday today, he's 19. And he still drinks milk. He loves milk. God. Chocolate milk. Yeah, what's wrong with chocolate milk? I used to buy those, uh, the little, the 500 mil. The cartons. Cartons, yeah. bring them to work. Yes. Did you really? Uh -huh. Yeah, or you have, oh man, you have one of those after working out? No, yeah. you don't. Of course they you do. They tried to do that years ago. Don't you remember when they tried to oh, rebrand chocolate so milk delicious, as like though. some sort of energy drink for after workouts? Oh, but it's so and delicious. And they, they made commercials around it and then, yeah. and then, uh, and it grossed people out because the what? idea of finishing a workout when you're dehydrated yeah. and your mouth is dry, going to have a thick mm. glass of chocolate milk but it's the was same as disgusting. Having, but what's the difference between that and having like a protein shake? No, after water. Workout? Water. No, but I'm saying, what's the difference between chocolate milk? Like, if I wanted to have a protein shake, no one would say anything. There's purpose behind a protein shake. There's purpose behind but chocolate milk. But refreshing yourself oh, after so a good. workout yeah. with chocolate milk. Mm, yeah. Hell yeah, no. Right yeah. now, just for the chocolate Hell, milk. Stop <laughs> it. We're good for the bones. Like, stop <laughs> it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. GQ Magazine has this great Excuse feature me. on their YouTube channel where celebrity, they get celebrities to go online and answer legit questions that have been asked to them or about them. Mm -hmm. So they'll go to Twitter, they'll go to Reddit, they'll even go into YouTube comments and find like a fan question that someone mm -hmm. has asked. Uh, and the latest person, the latest celeb they got was Kevin Hart. And in order to do this, you have to create like your own, like a new Gmail account to be able to go onto all these different platforms to sign up. So the one he chose was actually khart at gmail.com. Oh. So I don't know if that exists still or if it's uh, active or not. What's that, Maury? It, that, to me, that doesn't sound like possible. Actually khart at gmail.com. I'm going to assume Mocha's already written them. <laughs> uh, so on this and the, the it's called actually me that's the name of the uh, feature okay, okay okay yeah so in this what you're going to hear is kevin hart goes and answers questions on twitter he goes to wikipedia and makes uh, a comment or an edit to something that was posted about him oh damn right yeah he goes to reddit youtube and instagram as well and the first one i believe was a question that uh came up on twitter how did Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson's bromance begin? Well, his career was, it was over. He needed help. So, naturally, what did he do? Call the old K Hart. I came on board, changed that man's life. By the way, you're welcome. Because <laughs> we know the truth. Before me, you had that stupid movie Tooth Fairy. <laughs> we all knew what was happening after that. <laughs> then, boom, Central Intelligence. Shoots to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and then he heads over to Wikipedia and reads something about one of his early days in comedy yeah. and has an issue with it. Hart's first stand-up performance took place at the Laugh House in his native Philadelphia under the name of Lil' Kev, which did not go well. His career suffered a slow start and he was booed off stage several times. What the f*** is your problem, Wikipedia? <laughs> Once, once even having a piece of chicken thrown at him. You know, I don't, I didn't get booed off stage. That's aggressive. I did get hit with a piece of chicken, though. That's factual. But he didn't boo me. The chicken just landed, and I felt it was the best decision to get off the stage. 
after that buffalo sauce got my eye. It's pretty tough to finish a joke when you got goddamn habanero sauce in your eye. So I left. But I didn't get booed. No boo. <laughs> God, it's funny. This is so good. Kevin Hart with GQ uh, answering fan questions online. I guess, like, anonymously, but he created a new Gmail account, which is actually khart at gmail.com. Uh, and then he goes over to uh, some comments on Instagram. How did this man have 524,817 businesses and movies and still manage to do TikTok dances? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand TikTok like that. So I had to go find some people that do. My first videos on TikTok was just, I'm about to do a TikTok. Here comes a TikTok. <laughs> Y'all want to see me do a TikTok? <laughs> But now I can actually do a TikTok, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> and I don't know, it's probably just the graphics that they have up on the screen, but you actually see him typing and like the replies right, populating right, 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 on there. Right. But that's uh, Kevin Hart with GQ on that's an episode great. of Actually Me, where he goes undercover online and replies to like real comments from fans. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life Update. Carrie, hello. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. We last talked to you back in November. Yes, hello. Hi, Carrie. So just to remind everybody, uh, you originally wrote us this. My ex-husband moved across the street and has been harassing me for five months. I also found out I was wife number five. I have two small kids and I'm a grade eight teacher. Also went for a voluntary drug test to prove that I'm not snorting rails. It's completely effed. So take us back to that time and just sort of remind people what you were going through. Right. So I'm a teacher. um, And in the midst of going back to work, my ex was dishonest with me about where he was moving when we separated and moved directly across the street. So it was kind of like the joke was on me at the last minute. And then wasn't he like filming you and stuff? Filming me, filming friends of mine. Um, There were numerous incidences. The police were actually called three times and the third time he was finally arrested wasn't there a situation you're trying to get him to sign um sign separation papers and he like was just reluctant he didn't want to do it at all yeah so he didn't cooperate last i think it was april so almost a year ago now last spring and he now apparently had a lawyer but this was before he was arrested so i haven't heard back but it also for me um impacted my job unfortunately and my well, my dating life, obviously, but that's a separate story, too. So hold on here. So you had an ex-husband who you split from, and he moved across the street, and yeah. he was harassing you. And in that time, you found out that you were wife number five, actually, which you didn't know before. And um, the cops were involved, but he was like filming you and he was refusing to sign any sort of separation papers and he wasn't going along with anything. So where's the situation with the ex, your ex right now? He was arrested about a month ago. He's still living across the street, but he legally can't come within six meters of me or contact me. Six meters? What kind of restraining order is six meters? I was told if I went back and applied for a peace bond, because I have applied before, Uh uh, that they may honor it this time since there are criminal charges against him now. They wouldn't honor it. They wouldn't honor it the first time. That's the the back of a line at a busy Tim Hortons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was he arrested for, though? Was it for uh, harassment? Uh, harassment. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. 
Okay, so he was arrested, can't come within six meters of you, but he's still living across the street? Uh, yeah, and according to my son, is moving into the downstairs of the house and bought bunk beds. So it doesn't look like he's planning on going anywhere. Oh and how old are your kids God. again? Uh, five and two. Okay, so how do they, like, they obviously, very young, the two-year-old has no idea what's going on. The right. five-year-old um, may understand a little bit. What's What do you say to them? He does, so... We have pick up and drop offs at school and daycare. And if it's a holiday or if something happens where we have to have direct interaction, there isn't a third party that walks them across the street. Okay. It's, he, he knows it's, it's really difficult. I've had to tell him that mommy has to pretend daddy's not there. Okay. Uh, normally when we do these FMLs, there's, you know, good news. Um, I, I get the sense that this is not necessarily good news. No, it sounds even worse no, I than think before. I'm still in the midst of it. I thought it would be over by now too. So, so what's the what's the next step then? You just got to live with this. I don't know. I'm waiting to hear from his lawyer about custody. He was going for half custody, but since he was arrested, I haven't heard anything back. Oh my god, girl! So we got to do another one of these with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a sad update, girl. Jesus. <laughs> Did I win a prize? We should have waited a couple months to talk to you. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, cool. So well, talk- hold on, hold on. Like, <laughs> what about like um, I don't know, dating? Like, are you dating anyone now? Like, is there I was. Any- I was. And were. this is like the icing on the cake. So I was seeing somebody who was also going through kind of a nasty separation. Yeah. And he was involved with his ex-wife the entire time. I messaged her and ended up finding out. What do you mean he was involved with her? He was still sleeping he with her? He wasn't... Yeah, he was paying for a divorce with her, but he was still uh, with her and stuff. I, I heard from her. Oh, my God. Yeah, nuts. Are you picking the wrong guys, or are they all picking the yeah. wrong woman? <laughs> I have no clue. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to stay six meters away from you and do another update, like, oh my God. I don't know, in like a year or something. Yeah, There's got to okay. be some sort of a silver lining oh, like, here. Call us back when something happens that's like, you know, positive for Good. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.